Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good evening, guys. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to the current view, another Euro special with the Isle of Hillsborough, Mr. Terry Curran. How's things, TC? Well, as well as could be expected, moment in time in my life, but yep. uh, I'm looking forward to tonight with semi-finals being championship. One or two people are going to be disappointed with the favourite players not being selected. But at end of the day, uh, I want still want England to to win. I want to see Jack Grealish play. I want to see Foden play. But Southgate will not make many changes if he makes any. Uh, I think he may make one, like everybody else. I think he'll fetch Saka back and leave Sancho. Yeah. Um, but there's a buzz at the moment in time throughout the country. So let's hope it, let's hope it's coming home. And you phoned me up earlier because you've just dropped Tom to the pub. I've just got home and I've opened a bottle of Sol, and Molly Tom's actually. In Wembley Stadium, he went uh, to Wembley when we played the Germans. They were in a pub; it absolutely lashed down, and they nicked one of those parasols from the pub and marched towards Wembley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they probably will be doing something similar tonight. It is, um, it is a bit mad. You're right; the country really is expecting, but. Should we expect? Have we got the right to expect? Every time I turn on the radio, all you hear is, it's coming home. I believe in Gareth. I think we ought to be a little bit cautious. After all, we're England and we've seen so many uh, false dawns before, haven't we? Yeah, great point. But I'm one of them what's always believed that we've had the players. You I know, do, yeah. From when I, from when I became, before I became a professional footballer, to uh, being a professional football and since I've uh, come out of football I've always believed in what we've got the quality of the players to go and win a major tournament 100% it's, it's never happened you know I've had my own thoughts on it you know we look at the golden generation and before them I looked at people like uh, Keegan Shannon um, Hudson Bo- uh, obviously Borley won the World Cup Curry Bowles You know, these are these are other players. Worthington, what's never been selected. Mm. Uh, Jack's found it difficult with that talent he's got to 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 be able to persuade England managers uh, to pick him. Uh, Foden, Foden looks as though he was going to be in in the team. Uh, his build up to the uh, European Championship was absolutely fantastic, but even he's found it difficult to uh, break into this uh, Southgate squad. Um, And it, you know, end of the day, we can all scream, we can all shout, we can all um, moan and groan. I'll never forget uh, when Martin O'Neill once said he was going to see the gaffer, and uh, he went in to see Cluffy, and Cluffy listened to him for 20 minutes because we just said to him, "What did he say to you?" He said, "Sit down." He listened to me for 20 minutes, and then when I'd finished, he turned around and he said, "Great points, Martin, but the most thing, uh, the most important thing." Uh, opinion who counts is mine, yep. and I'm the manager. And you will be disappointed. I will be disappointed. 
But I'm one of these what's going to get behind the team because whatever whatever team he picks, I want us to succeed. I want us to succeed with style. Uh, I want to I want to win it with with, pe- with people like Foden and, and Grealish in my team. I'm be, they're being my team now. Shows how well anybody else has done. But we don't pick the team. Um, but I want the national team to do well. Them are great points, TC. However, what I'm going to say is, if football does come home with two defensive midfield players, a back four, or even as against Germany, two holding midfield players, a back three, and, and wing backs as well, he tends to have a mix of no more than three, possibly four forward players on the pitch at any time. A serious lack of creativity. If England do go on and win the tournament in that way, is that the blueprint for success going forward for England? And if you are a creative player, if you are a winger, if you are an inside forward, is it worth putting on a pair of football boots because you're never going to represent England while Southgate is the manager? Well, Having said that, the great, good point is what you make. What, what you make, but Sack has a winger and he's in the team, and Sterling's a, win, a winger, yeah, and he's in the team. But I think that's where we have a lot of strength. You see, for me, Jack's not a winger. Agreed. Jack's a midfield player. Correct. Right, and, and they've even they've even played him out of position for me. Yeah. Uh, hoping that he hasn't, he wouldn't do well. Yeah. But he's that good that he, you know, um, he's proved them all wrong. Now, again. Uh, playing with two holding midfield players, that's Southgate's way of playing. He's more yeah. fearful. He's more fearful of losing. Yep. You know, like a lot of managers who, who I've seen throughout my career. You know, at the end of the day, you like me. You like to play with tight with style. You like you want to win with style. Yep. You know, I don't want to play with two holding midfield players. But I'm not going to knock them. I mean, I don't think Rice and, and, and Phillips are bad players. I think they're good players. But do I think do I think they're you know uh, great players? No, mm. but they'll do a job. I mean, Cluffy, as all the not, not Scottish lads will tell you, uh, Cluffy, uh, John McGovern got a lot of stick from the Nottingham Forest fans, even when he went to Leeds. You know, Cluffy played him before Brendan and Giles, yep. or you know they didn't like it. Mm. You know, but. Cluffy got the results by doing it his way. And Southgate, regardless of what you say or I say or anyone else says, he has to do it his way because if he fails, he's going to get stick. Whatever way he does, doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, but I'm like you. I'm disappointed, uh, but I want England to win and that's the most important thing to me. And as a professional footballer, as anybody will tell you, even Alan Hudson will tell you when you speak to him again, you know, sometimes it's not, it's not how you win. It's about winning once you, once you get into a final. All right, we haven't got there yet. We're in the semi-final. We've got to get to the to, to the final to be able to play the Italians. Um, but the buzz, the buzz itself, anybody, what, what doesn't feel like wanting to play in this team at moment in time with the fans and everybody outside Wembley, like your son going down. You know, he's he's caught he's caught up in the uh, drama of it all, wanting to go to London. He wants to be part of it. You know, it's something they haven't seen. You know, uh, we saw, well, I don't know about you, but I saw the 66 World Cup. I was two. And the atmosphere mm. it, 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 and uh, the elation it brought to the, the country itself. So for these young young kids, it's something that, you, you know, we've not we've never uh, looked like winning at this moment in time. Yet we've had the players. This time we look as though we can win this. 
uh, and it will it will set the country up and uh, give it some relief for this past 18 months of dour uh, and uh, the country being so low businesses going bankrupt people losing their lives people losing the jobs people don't know what's happening you know uh, we're all wrapped up in this thing with the you know football's coming home so let's hope it comes home you know just for the country's sake more than anything else again brilliant points can't disagree with any of those points i know that other um cause we've been doing some euro diaries throughout the tournament and i'll write every day i could phone him up eight o'clock in the morning i know what i'll be doing he'll either be listening to his music on his bike writing that's what he does he he doesn't stop. He he's a thinking man's football player. That's how he played, and he still does it to this day. I know that Al wants to win it and win it in style. And like myself, I if you win it and you win it in a negative way, I think that okay, yeah, you've won it. But I think it takes your football back years because we believe then that that's the way to play football. And as Al said, the worst thing that happened to England was winning the World Cup in 66 because we won it without our best players and that's what we think we're going to do. And as a direct result, Ramsey was so arrogant in his ways, in his manners. He banged Colin Todd and Alan Hudson for three years. And he said, look, if he hadn't won the World Cup, he wouldn't have been like that. He wouldn't have been so aloof. But sometimes you lose when you win. And I think that it's history repeating itself. Alan did pick his team of 66 and he made uh, a few changes from what Ramsey picked uh, in that final. Um, He was never a big fan of Jack Charlton, if I'm honest. He would have played um, either Peter Simpson or Marvin Hinton uh, at Chelsea. He said Hinton was a great great player. Um, Tremendous on the ball. Would have been fantastic uh, next to uh, to Bobby Moore. Peter Thompson would have been on the uh, on the wing, and obviously Jimmy Greaves would have uh, been the main goal threat. But Jimmy did uh, cop an injury early doors against the French and, and couldn't play. But you know that's um, that's football and and it's all opinions. But George Easton would have been his creative playmaker in the middle of the park, the number ten that England have always probably since Johnny Ains have always overlooked and for whatever reason just haven't played them. And as a consequence, massive lack of creativity in the England team. Yeah, listen, they're all great points and. Every, there's going to be lots of people disappointed with uh, football fans up and down the country are going to be disappointed. Yeah. The Villa fans are going to be disappointed. Man City fans are going to be disappointed. Man United fans are going to be disappointed. You know, I'll be disappointed, not because, you know, uh, if we don't win it, I'll be disappointed because, we, you know, we could have gone out there and and, and shown the world how good our players are, our spot technical on. players are. Yeah, spot but on. For no reason, we've always been against the Hudsons of this world, yeah. the Currys of this world, the Jack Grealish of this world, even Fodden. Yeah, You know, he's a nice, sensible lad. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know whether he's dyed his hair, what might have put uh, Greta, not Grealish, uh, guy off, yeah. off. Possibly. Off him, you know what I mean? Yeah, might possibly. Well, I don't want that, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you just don't know. But I, don't, I do know one thing. A lot of that does go against players because I've seen it. I have seen it. 
you know, um, but at moment in time, we're on a crest of a wave. The team are getting results. And make no mistake, even, <clears throat> I think these are, I think the Ukrainians were the worst team in the competition. I'm but right. even they created a couple of chances against us. Mm. But uh, Pickford, you know, uh, uh, made two great saves. And he did it against, um, it was the previous game before that. Germany. 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 You know, mm. Germany could have scored first. Oh, if, if that would have right? been... And then he could have, yeah. have equalised. Yeah, absolutely. That doesn't mean that we wouldn't have won it. No, absolutely, 100%. And I just think that's why you need that number 10 that can that's almost got the, 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 the key to unlock defences, that creativity where the ball's played into that player that can travel, that can beat a player, can draw that player out of position, can create and make that play. And, and I just think it's always been lacking in our game for whatever reason. Always um, has. Yeah, and we've I'll always played... You 100%. Yeah. 100% on that. Mm. A lot of people won't agree with us, and that's fine. They're entitled to it, yeah, absolutely. For some people, TC, it's all about the result. For me, it's never been about the result. It's about the entertainment. I like to sit down and watch a game of football and be entertained. I was entertained last night, Italy versus Spain. I saw two two teams with great players playing football. Absolutely. And, you know, I looked at so many of the, the performances of players from both sides and thought, do you know what? I can't wait to watch Italy again. I wish yeah. Spain were playing next week because I'd be watching Spain again. Yeah. And to yeah. be honest, if Spain had got an Mbappe or an Harry Kane or a finisher, Spain, I think they'd, they'd win everything. Hands down. I think they'd have won Wimbledon as well. <laughs> they'd they've just won. got everything. <laughs> they've, won, uh, they've won two games, 5-0. Yeah. They've scored five goals. Five, yeah. Right. And I bet they've made another... Five chances mm. in each game they played in. Hundred percent. You know, I mean, last night, how many chances did they miss? Incredible! It's at incredible. We're talking at that level. Yeah. I mean, people make me laugh when they all turn around and said that you can't afford to miss chances at this level. You can't afford to miss chances on a Sunday league, on a 100%. Sunday morning in a Sunday league game, because if you miss chances, the opposition will exploit you and take advantage. Of course. You know, not. so. I mean, Spain, I'd always had a, a slight feeling for Spain because they know how to keep the ball and, and, and play with a tempo. Uh, and watching him last night, Molo, I thought he was outstanding. Brilliant player. I think, he's got, I, think I thought he's got um, got better as the tournament's gone on. Um, then he goes and misses a penalty, which is, yeah. you know, you feel for him. You feel for anyone, but at the end of the day, Italy... Have done something that I have never seen. Mm. I don't think we've ever seen it if it weren't for a Mancini, a Mancini coming and, and, and being the national team for, for 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 the Italians. But even they couldn't get the ball for 20 minutes last night. Spain just yes. kept the ball and moved it and pulled them and tired and tried to tire them out. Yeah. But one thing about what the Italians did, they, 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 they can stand up and. They've got a an art of knowing how to defend, you know, uh, and not lose games. You know, I mean, I mean, when you look at how many times they've got through on penalties throughout, throughout, you know, World Cups and European Championships, 
you know, I, I won't be so far off saying that, you know, they've had more of those than any other team. But they got through. Uh, they've played some good football in this tournament. Um, but I just want I just want us to whoever whoever plays I want us to go and go out and show that um, how good we are and that we are, at least we've got strength in depth and let's hope if he doesn't play Foden and, and, and Jack that uh, they come on and um, help set the record straight and let's hope that they you know that they're knocking on the door for the final. Absolutely, too. So when you're looking at heavyweights in in Europe. The Azuri and Germany are the two heavyweights, aren't they? They're the most successful nations in in Europe, as Brazil and Argentina are. You could argue uh, Uruguay with their early success in in the World Cup. But um, when you're looking at the two in 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 Europe, it is those two, and they they do. You're right. Sometimes it isn't pretty when they win World Cups or win Euros, but they do find a way to win those tournaments. And sometimes it isn't pretty, but they have the players. They have that ability. To, to go and progress and in Italy's case this uh, Euro not so much Germany, I think they left their best player uh, back in Dortmund, Julian Brandt the Italians have been really enjoying watching uh, that little fella Insignia and also Barella yeah, I, th- to oh, I mean that pass last night that pass last night by Insignia was just fantastic. Yeah. It didn't result directly in the goal, but it put that player, that defender that's come out, he's just got the touch, the Italian boy, and he's chucked it over to Chiesa. I'll tell you what, he looks a handful, he does. He's you know? made him, he's made him make a mistake. That's what he's made him Absolutely, yeah. He's, he's, he's put that doubt in, he's put the ball into he's an area. Yeah. Put the doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Dangerous ball, dangerous areas, prodding. And and I said to Tom while I was watching it, I said, he, he's had a quiet game. But the thing is, you're absolutely spot on. For 20 <laughs> minutes, they couldn't get that ball off Spain. I mean, they did have a pass count. And I think the Italians were on about 280. They were on about 800. It's ridiculous. And that bus gets, I mean, how good is he? Yeah. A, a defensive I mean, midfield. And he plays within it plays within a ten yard radius oh, of the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And what I mean what I mean by that, in and around the own area. Yeah. Right? But he doesn't he, he very rarely goes past the halfway line. Because he's in, he's like a he's like a tennis player, it gets to centre to the teeth yeah. of a of a of a, a tennis court. Yeah. And he, you know, so he can he's like a conductor where yeah, he controls it, don't know, yeah. Yeah, and he's always getting into the right positions. And let me go back to the German, the German, because yeah, even though these guys won a European Championship and a World Cup, uh, this low, I I put him like some of the English coaches. He's such a poor coach. Hundred percent. No, that Gnabry should be in the team. Yeah, the guy uh, for Dortmund, he didn't even take him. Yeah, absolutely. He left him in Dortmund. Yeah, Brandt. Yeah. Sane, you can't even get in the team. No. So, this type of money, and I've always been an admirer of German football, forget the wars and that with me, mm. you know, the Beckenbauers, the Gert Mullers. Gunter Netzer. Yeah. You know, uh, Gunter Netzers. So, well, the Klinsmann, they produce great footballers. Yeah. You know, 
I don't think this was a great German team. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think he went out with taking some of his favourites out with him yeah. uh, instead of letting some of these young lads express themselves. You know, and if he, if Italy do win this, if Italy do win this competition, they've done it the hard way. Oh, absolutely. They have done it the hard mm -hmm. way because they've had, they've had to play them all: Spain, uh, France. You know what they have done to produce some football that I didn't think they they would play. I, I know they could play <coughs> because I've seen some absolutely world class Italian players: Baggio, Totti. Viali, Mancini, you know, Baresi, uh, Maldini, you know, this insignia, they, they, these are world-class players, yeah. but they've always played a defensive-minded game, not to lose games, you know, uh, and yeah, I get it, it's all about winning, I get that, and I understand people what like that, but I like it the other way, I like to, I like to go and win with entertainment, mm. I like to win with style, and I like to put I like to put smiles on people's faces, you know. I mean, people say about uh, they don't remember, they don't remember teams what don't win it. But I tell you what, I bet there's more teams, I bet there's more fans remember Holland not winning it than Greece winning it, European Championship. I couldn't and name I bet, you. I couldn't name you one player. I bet, I bet there's not many people know that Greece won it, the European Championship. Absolutely, but I, I couldn't, I could not name you one Greece player. No, no, I bet nobody else can. No, absolutely, and and, and this is it because absolutely inconsequential. They've done nothing for me. I can probably remember half a dozen of the of the Dutch uh, team in '74. But you know as well as I do what happens. You get the wind up merchants. Well, oh you God! Know, oh yeah. Raise them. Yeah. That's why I always ignore them. But sorry, go on, Gabby. Yeah, and it's, it's, you know it, it, it's a tournament. It's a it's a cup tournament. It's not a league, and it it doesn't take an awful lot to win cups because if you get a good draw, which England have got a good draw, and you keep away from the heavyweights and get a reasonable passage. I mean, them Ukrainians that we played, I think you're spot on. They were the worst team in that tournament next to Turkey, and Turkey Turkey were awful. But I thought to get as far as a quarter-final with what I described on Facebook, and probably a little bit unfair if I'm absolutely honest, but tantamount to a pub team. You know, look at their best player. He can't even get in West Ham. And it's only unfair because people look at it say, saying, you know... Um, it's a bit tongue-in-cheek, if I'm honest. Nice, but you're not being nice. I'm like you. Yeah. Ukraine are useless. Yeah. Useless. Couldn't hurt us at all. Because anybody tells me they were useless. But we made them even look even worse. Yeah, and that first you know, half performance. Could have been six, could have yeah, been absolutely. Seven. I mean, I posted up straight away. I fancy us hitting six here today. I think they're that bad, and and I thought that our first half performance was was pitiful at times. We scored early, and, and thank God that we, we did. Off. I thought we set off well again. Well, yeah. We have done a couple of times, and we sat bloody back and let them back into it. But again, this is what we do under Southgate. Even right. even in a game that there is. No chance, not a chance of getting beaten. He still plays defensively. And, you know, Maguire gets his head on that and 2-0 uh, straight after uh, half-time. It is pretty much game over. And the substitutions he made in that game, pretty much all negative substitutions, I'm thinking. Where did we get this fella from? I, my latest podcast with uh, with Udi, Udi said he's like a trapeze artist. He's like one of these that goes out on the tightrope, 
but he doesn't just have one safety net. He has two safety nets behind, below him. But, you know, Fallon Hudson or the Charlie George or the, you know, Terry Curran and, you know, they went over that tightrope. They wouldn't want a safety net because they take risks. Safegate well, don't take risks. Well, I look at it, Miguel, I look at it and this back four and choose how he plays. Mm. <coughs> you, can play, you can play a back four. Yeah. You can play a three and you can play a five. Yeah, yeah. You look at it, they're all capable of being a, a good defender. All, each and every one of them. Mm. Stones, quick, uh, reads the game quite well, can come out and use the ball. Yeah. Uh, Maguire, when everybody was slaughtering him, I would, I was the one that said to him, he's still our best defender. And now, you said that just about Stones as well. He reminds me of Bobby Moore. He reads the game so yeah. well. Yeah. You don't see him get... Listen, I watched... Listen to Roy Keane and all them early part of last year, and they're all criticising him. But he, the other guy, uh, Lindelof, was the side of him, yep. was in no man's land. Yeah, 100%. More, more times, more often than not. And sometimes it can make the other defender look poor. Yeah. Right? Uh, the, the kid who's not played it uh, from Leicester to Chelsea now. Chill well, I couldn't Chilwell. believe he hasn't played yet. <laughs> but sure, the quick, the quick. Walker, lightning quick. Yeah. Right? All capable, all capable if they make a mistake to recover quickly. Yeah. You know, everybody goes on about Muller missing that chance. If anybody's got, anybody, anyone who understands the game, have a good look at it again. Because the first thing I said to Jock, the amount of uh, ground that to Walker made up to try and put him off. Uh, Muller was incredible, yeah. Yeah. and he's he's nearly on top of him when he's shooting, mm. which doesn't help him because it makes him, you know, uh, rush and, and, and helps him miss the chance. Having said that, yes, he should score. Mm. From from the Germans' point of view, of course he should score, but what Walker did was incredible, and that's the to get to get the togetherness they've got. And for me. We have got defenders. What's capable of defending when we get overloaded against us? You know, uh, do we need to protect them like like, like Southgate's done? The results, of, the results are saying yes because we've got the results. But I still don't think, I'm like you, I don't think we, t- we need to play two old midfield players. No, no. And again, when you're playing a team like Ukraine that offer little or no threat... What's the point? But the point is, and I get this, this is where I will back Southgate up. I'll back him up. He has his beliefs, he has his way of football, and I respect him for that. He doesn't change. He'll go even more, yeah, he'll go even more defensively. And that's why I can never have Southgate because he's too defensive. I don't like his tactics, I don't like the way he sets his team up. I'd sack him. I wouldn't give him another four-year contract. But what I will say for him, in support of him, he sticks to his guns, and that's the way he likes to play football. Now, whether he plays against Brazil or Azerbaijan, he will always play the two holding midfield players because that's in his DNA. He ain't never going to change. I mean, it would have been Henderson um, and Rice, but Henderson's been injured, so it's now been Phillips and Rice. And... I'll tell you this. Yeah, go I'll on. tell you this. They, that type of manager, 
right? Will always be reluctant to play Jack Grealish. Of course, he will. Fans, because fans scream for him. Hundred percent. I've seen it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I've no managers turn around and say, mm-hmm. "When I will play him." Yeah. We'll not. We'll not put that guy. Uh, we'll not put that player sub again because the fans are. You know, as soon as he goes for the warm up, the chance for that player to go on. Yeah. And I've no managers say, and I've heard him say it. Because mm-hmm. I've been, I've, I've been, I've been in a boardroom afterwards. You know, when they, they think, well. The more the, the more the fans shout for certain players, the more these managers go against against them. 100%. And they will not play them and they will not fetch them on. I guarantee you that. 100%. And this is what I say. <coughs> if you want to watch an England team that's going to get the ball down, play with goal and skill and win with a swagger, Southgate ain't your man. He will never do that because it's not in his psyche. And I respect him for that because he doesn't change it. Do you know what makes me laugh about him, though? Who? Southgate, because I would as a as a player, I didn't think he was a bad player. He was all right, decent, yeah. He, he came. He, he's one of them. What would come out with the ball? Yeah. You know, and under under Venables, he, he flourished. Yeah, he was decent. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, so I understand about not conceding goals. Mm. You'll never win anything if you concede goals. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Big players, what can defend? Yeah. And we need an outlet to create goals. Correct, and that's the problem. <coughs> and I think, from his, from a player's point of view, and he was a great player coming out with the ball, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the closest, that 96-92, where we came nearly winning, you know, getting to a final in 96, uh, and in 92, 1990, was it? Uh, 90, yeah. yeah, Italian, you know, Italian 90, yeah. You know, uh, a little bit of luck either way. We would have got to the final. Whether we win it or not, we don't know. Uh, but I would have believed that, you know, with that, with that squad we had in 96, with Gaza's squad in 1990, we, we got enough in there uh, to see us through uh, to win the final. So that's what disappoints me with, with, with Southgate because he's a ball player. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh and he was one of those what wanted to come out and play out from the back with the ball. Loved to play the ball. He did very, very saw him, you know, knocking 60, 70 yard balls. You know, and nine times out of ten, when you get when you hit those, and I'm not saying don't hit them, but we hit them far too often in this country. You're giving the ball away. 100%. You're giving the ball away. I mean, people will say, well, Spain have had all that possession of the ball last night. They didn't, they didn't win. So, listen, because what anybody says, sometimes looks against you. And yeah. that's what it was last night. Yeah. Look was against them. Mm-hmm. Because, for me, Italian have been a good team. They got through with a bit of luck last night. Because Spain, throughout that game, had enough chances to see them through. Even in extra time. A hundred percent. I mean, that fella who they started with up front, can't pronounce his name. I struggle with some of these foreign names. But blimey, he had two or three really decent chances. And then Busquets, uh, early door, second half, had that yep. shot that just went over the bar. Spain, you're absolutely right, that fella, Almo. He had a number of chances as well. Spain created enough chances in that game to win three games of football. But sometimes yep. you're looking for front of goal isn't there. And that's just the, the, the way it is. I mean, I've heard the term, you referenced it earlier, golden generation. I've heard many people say in, uh, in the media and fans as well uh, recently that it should be transferred now to this. This is the golden generation. Now, given the fact that 
that Southgate, and again, he he has, without doubt, the best crop of young, forward, creative type of players at his disposal. I think he's had the best lot of creative players yeah. from fence. Yeah. Right, right through. Yeah. And we're not talking about two. We're talking about three and four positions. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Like the Manchester City have uh, in the Premier League, these have got four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. But we've, we've taken four full backs. Oh, absolutely. We've taken six. Yeah, I, I think if he could have, he, he would have. And again, that's in his DNA and he's entitled to do that because you're right, he's the manager and he, he picks his team, so he will live and die by his decisions. But will he be remembered for the manager of England that had the greatest creative players at his disposal and didn't use them and got knocked out? Is that well, a will, glorious failure? Will, if they get beat tonight against Denmark. Look, 100%. Listen, you, you know as well as I do, if they don't win, it's going to get criticism. And rightly so. Uh, yes, I, I don't dispute that. Yeah. Make no mistake on that, because, you know, I wouldn't pick the team he picked, but that's, it's irrelevant. It's not making difference what I think. It's 100%. Think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but what, <laughs> what I, he gets, protect, he gets protected by the, the media compared to all the other managers, what's been in charge? Yeah, you know, uh, because there's been at times, there's been times when we haven't played up particularly well in this tournament. We've allowed people yeah. to get back into the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but you know as well as I do, if you don't win it, you're gonna you're gonna get criticised, and you've got to take the rough with the smooth. Sometimes I think the media do go over the top. You know, I mean. With Graham Taylor, he worked my cup of tea. You know the turny ped, all that type of thing. Mm. I don't, I don't like anything like that, Gabby. You know, if the, if they turn around and criticise him, you know, he's not up to it. I mean, we all, we all look at Capello. Now let's take Capello, and they all say, "What a great manager Capello! He's won all this in Italy." Well, let me tell you something. When when Juventus were winning all them titles, when he manager, how many titles have they been bought or been fiddled? Yeah, quite possibly. We don't know, so, but quite you know, possibly. Yeah. They know what a, what a top, no, but that's what happened. They got. They, 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 I think they got two titles taken off them. Yeah. Because and then they were demoted into the second division in the it, it, Italian league. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, some of the some of these games were bought. Mm. The Italians so, have a history so of stuff we, like that. We've had yeah. managers. Uh, we've had a, we've had two golden generations of players, us, mm. and for some unknown reason. Well, I, I, put, I put it down because I don't pick the better players. End off. Yeah, absolutely. You but, know, when but, you don't pick Paul Scholes in his natural position, we're playing him and we'll play him out like, and Scholes being nice, then I don't mind playing there. When he really doesn't want to play there, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we've, I've always said we've had the players. I've said it with this lot, we've got a chance of winning this. Um, two years ago, we had the players. Whether he picks the right team or not, that's it'll be down to him, and it'll still be down to him the, 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 the semi-final and the final because he has to win them, and if he wins them, then he will get all the recognition what will go with it for the rest of his career. Hundred percent. But again, going back to a golden generation, for me, no better generation well, what, of football I'll than the seventies. I'll tell you what, and I'll guarantee you this now. 
when he leaves the England job, and he will leave the England job, and he becomes another manager at a football club, mm-hmm. I'll bet you he's not successful. Who'd want him? Well, I'm telling you, he won't be successful as a league manager. We he hasn't been today, yeah. No, I'm yeah. I'm just giving my opinion. Yeah. And I'm there, I'm there to be shot at. If he proves me wrong. Yeah. But 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 again, he's he's not gonna even even if England even if England fail tonight, and, and this is the thing for me. I just think that when I look at the tournament as a whole and I look at everything in its entirety. The players that he had, the systems that he's uh, that he's played with and he's adopted, um, he's adapted during games as well. I hear all this about Southgate. It's almost like a loving with the media about Southgate. But you live and die by your decisions. But he's already been given an extension to that contract. So whether they win, lose or draw, he's still there in four years' time. I know they want continuity. But if you're going down a wrong road, surely it's best changing it than Gabby. keep going down that road of failure. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, don't kid yourself, you know as well as why I know. The FA have yeah. a way of doing things. Spot on. To protect them. Spot on, yeah. And he don't ticks all the boxes, yeah, ticks all the boxes. They're not going to put a Gabby in charge. Mm-hmm. They're not going to find... You know they're not going to put a clop or a or a, a Guardiola. What's going to tell them what they what they uh, don't need to know? Yeah, they're going to appoint a Southgate. What's going to go on? Get the results. Hope that they get the results. And so far, so good for them. So don't listen. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trust that FA as far as I could throw them. Same here. Same here, TC. They're not my cup of tea. They, sh- they should they sh- they should be elected by the fans. Now, that would be interesting. They should be elected by the fans, not them getting these jobs through, uh, not what you know, who you know, and making sure that certain people get jobs, jobs for the boys. Mind you, having said that, TC, I mean, when I look at my timeline on Facebook, I'm I'm not convinced I'd like some of these idiots to be picking the next England manager. Because I just look and I just... I've always been of the opinion that... In fact, I actually... Um, I'm talking about picking uh, the um, authorities, you know, the directors, whatever you want to committee, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Not the England manager. I'm on about these what, who run the national team, right? Yeah. And they appoint managers. Mm-hmm. Who gives them the right to be on that board of... Uh, Affiliated board members. Oh, absolutely. You know. The FA needs a whole shake-up. I must admit, I bumped into the um, managing director of my team, Birmingham City, today. Is he hopeful of a new, a good season for your Birmingham? I, I, had, I had a good old chat with him. To be fair, I've, I've known him for some time. I didn't realise he was the managing director of Birmingham City. But Birmingham, um, the, the owners, so he, he's the, you know, I don't think he's the owner. But he's the, the, the new Carson Young or the Peter Panu. So he's the face. He's the managing director. Like Karen Brady was, David Sullivan yeah. and David Gold used to own us, of course. And I've been seeing this fella for ages. No, I mean, no damn seeing in a gay relationship. I mean, where I work, I've come across this fella. And I said to him today, 
I saw you on the TV. You own Birmingham City. And he said, ah. Oh. I says, blimey. So I've got his telephone number. I mean, we've, we've been mates for some time as well. I thought, blimey, how things turn and change, don't they? <laughs> Yeah. And I did say, great appointment, I've got it, uh, let me tell you, uh, with Lee Bowyer. And, and he says, look, we've made mistakes in the past. I said, the, the thing you're doing now is great. You're talking to the fans. And that going back to that point, I would have always bought Birmingham City and I would have, I would have liked to have had a, a fan-led organisation. I'm not convinced I would now listening to supporters and their views and opinions. But I did say to him, most important thing is to uh, engage with the supporters. And going forward, that's what that's Birmingham... Want, yeah, that's what Birmingham City are going to do. And uh, I said, it's something I've said to several people, because I've been in positions where I've driven them around in my taxi, etc., or whatever. But then sometimes it's always... Well, sometimes it has fallen on deaf ears. But I think this fella at Birmingham City... Is different, and he's a really nice family guy, and I, and I think that the um, Birmingham City could be a dark horse next season. Yeah, well, I don't think we'll be a dark horse because we've set off great with his first game today, getting beat three one by Celtic. Uh, did you mind? It's a difficult game, Celtic, isn't it? Well, <laughs> it, it, it is if you think it is, but you know, you know. Oh dear. I wonder how many of their players would be playing in Premier League. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I mean, no. one thing I will say about Rangers, Glasgow Rangers and Glasgow Celtic, with the right players, unbelievable football club. Oh, massive. Absolutely. I have nothing but admiration for them. In fact, Celtic are the first team ever, British team, to win uh, the European Cup. So that's how successful Celtic war in their day. It's very difficult now because they can't compete money-wise. Yeah. You know, so I'm not having to go at Celtic, but I think the Celtic fans will be honest with themselves. You know, they'll always support the team. They'll always get behind the players and they'll always want the team to do well. But I bet they would love to be able to, you know, to sign these top world class, the Harry Canes of this world. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know, they would love to be able to do that. And, and, and I, by the way, they're big enough to do it, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what all this uh, Super League was all about. You know, getting the biggest clubs in, in Europe into a league where they're given a lot more money. And then those clubs like Celtic and Rangers would be able to um, buy the best players. Because at the moment they won't. And going forward they won't. But you're right, as big a club uh, as there is in Europe and and in 1967, the Lisbon Lions become the first British club to uh, to win that European Cup. What would um, I'm watching uh, the, the the telly now? It's come on early tonight. When the other games were on, it comes on at half seven for an eight o'clock kickoff. I think it's been on for some time now. All the build. Yeah, but, but everybody's everybody's. In with it's coming home, aren't they? You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And, and Atomic Kitten have released that um, it's coming home again version of uh, I'm whole again, haven't they, today? Have you noticed with Gareth the way that when he's been interviewed, he puts his head on the side like Lady Diana used to and blinks just as much as Lady Di? He's almost like the male version of Lady Diana. Well, you know as well as I do, they've got the right Pierre. PR man uh, yeah. behind them telling them what to say how to react, how to do things, you know, look I'm disappointed that he, he don't pick people like Jack Grealish, but 
if he wins it, I'll be the first to say, well done. I will, you know, but it's not, you know, it's not my cup of tea, the way how he plays football. It's on ITV tonight. I did listen on um, the radio today where they were saying that England's worst hours have been on ITV. On the BBC, we tend to have more success than when we're broadcast on ITV. Well, um, I watch it through, I watch it through uh, some foreign. Oh, right, OK. I watch it through some foreign channel. Because uh, the BBC, I will never watch the BBC again. It's just yeah. corrupt news. Uh, and some of these what talk on ITV, they wonder why they're never going to make managers. So I listen to some of these foreign, ma- and some of these, some of these speaking, you know, in, in, in broken English. So, uh, so at the end of the day, I'm not listening to some of them talking rubbish. What what pundits do you enjoy watching TC? Have you watched any of them? I like to listen to Roy Keane. I like to listen to Graham Souness. Yeah, okay, they're both biased, and and I think that when you're watching Liverpool and Man United, they do tend to be rather biased, and I think that that bias should be off. I still think Roy Roy King uh, still watches what he says to to a certain extent. Yeah. I think Soonis... Well, he was one of them who would say what he thought, but now I think he's become more politically correct. You know, one minute he's saying England can't win the uh, European Championship. Now he's saying that they can. Mm. You know, he's a typical Scot. And nobody can say to me about Scott because my dad's a Scot from Kirk and Tuller. Uh, and I could have played for Scotland. Uh, I was asked if I wanted to uh, be in the squad and I turned it down. But I like Scotland to do well. I like Wales to do well because mum's part uh, Welsh. Yeah. So I'm not one of these what wants England not to do uh, England to do well and Scotland to do bad. I'm one of what all the British teams to do. Same here. Right. Yeah. But uh, Sooners was one of the be- best midfield players I've seen. I've oh, always backed him up on that. One dirty, even worse than Vinnie Jones. But v- Vinnie Jones couldn't play. Sooners could play. Mm. You know, uh, I think he talks sense at football. <laughs> But it always makes me where he, where he was never successful as a manager. He was in Scotland, mm. but that down here with Liverpool and his other teams, he's done okay without reaching the heights as a player, as he did as a player. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I think he's careful what he says. You know, I think he's careful what he says because at the end of the day, he's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. And if he can't come out with statements, and I'm not talking about being critical for sake of being critical, yeah. you know, put a point of view over mm. and say, this is why I think you, you, you can't do it or you won't do it. You know, I think sometimes when he does do when he does do it, I think it's it's a Scots English uh, bite between them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, but as a player, there's nobody admired Sooners more than me. Absolutely. <laughs> if you were playing today. <laughs> With your knowledge and experience, would you have chosen Scotland if England overlooked you? Uh, they did overlook me, and and, and uh, I got uh, when Ali McLeod, uh, Ali, Ali uh, McLeod, what manager? No, I mean I when in, in, when England overlooked you, because I mean you should have been in that England squad, but but you didn't get called up to the England team. No, but what I'm saying is that Ali McLeod was manager when Scotland went to the World Cup in '78. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Ali's armour, yeah. I was asked, I was asked, you know, because uh, I was, my dad's Scottish, Kirk yeah. Tuller, that's where he's from. Mm. 
So I was asked and I said no. But if you had your time again, would you change that decision? No. No. Because no. you're English. I'm a, I'm a proud English man. Yeah. I love to see Scotland do well. Yeah. I love to see Ireland do well. Yeah. But I'm English. Yeah. I wanted to play for England. Mm. Now there's no harm in uh, Ray out wanting to play for Ireland because Scotland didn't pick him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm for that. I'm yeah. for all that. But yeah. you're asking me, would I? No, I wouldn't. I, I want to play for England. And if I weren't good enough to play for England, I weren't good enough. End of. Yeah, it's an individual choice yeah. That, that, that many make and there's no right and there's no wrong. Like with football, <laughs> opinions, there's no right, there's no wrong. It's your philosophy. Well, right, it's right, in your right DNA. Yeah. Right, right for Ireland. And then it, it decided not to play for them. It wasn't in a competitive game, but he played for Ireland. Declan Rice. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. And you Jack know, Grealish was uh, there. I'm not against any of that because, you yeah. know, it's the British Isles. Yeah. And if you want to play for Wales, brilliant. If you want to play for uh, Scotland, brilliant. You asked me, would I, would I? No, I wouldn't. I, I want to play. I want, I'm English and I want to play for England. Yeah. Absolutely, TC. How do you see the game going tonight? Who do you think Italy's opponents in the, uh, the the final will be? Will Gareth's boys get <laughs> over the line and make the first final since 1966? I am so confident we're going to get through. Yeah. And it may not be with the team that he puts out because we've got that strength in depth. Yeah. We've got... Um, we've got to... Uh, to get a, a togetherness that I've never seen before. Yeah. When you look at when Gerard and them were playing, you got the Man United players. You'd see them in little groups, and yeah. you saw the Liverpool players in. You haven't seen this with this group of players, and I don't mean just now in the last two tournaments. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so we have got some absolutely fantastic players. Those players are going to get us through. Those players are going to get Southgate through. I will give Southgate the credit. Don't get don't get me wrong. I will mm. because he still has to get the balance right for it for, to get the results. <coughs> We're too strong. I think we. Are, I don't think we are too strong for, that, for for both teams. That's my opinion. Home advantage tonight is that going to be always important? Always because what anybody says. Yeah. The atmosphere of the country at this moment in time is unbelievable. They're going to be sucking that ball into that net tonight. When players get that ball, each and every one, those fans are going to be roaring. And I'll guarantee you as a player, I'll guarantee you as a player, those players on the pitch, the airs will be standing up on the back of the net. They'll be wanting to do things. The fans will be wanting them to do things. Right? And things like that will... Pull them through, Gabby. Sometimes, though, you're absolutely spot on, TC. The fans are going to want them to do things, but but sometimes them players aren't capable of doing it. And sometimes that takes a a different route, doesn't it, where they'll play that ball. This is a group of players. Yeah. Where it's... my, My opinion, this is a group of players are all very, very, very good players. Mm. And we've got some exceptional players on top of that. Mm. And if it's whatever team he puts out, it may not be the one what finishes, what turns it our way. We've got that strength in depth to win this competition. And the play... and that's not speaking from my heart. Yeah. That's speaking from my head. Oh, absolutely. See, yeah. I can see what we have got 
a group of players what don't fear losing. The, man, the manager may be, the manager yeah. may do, but these players don't fear losing. But the manager ultimately tells the players what they've got to do. Don't go over the halfway line. Keep it tight. Do this, yep. do that. The crowd, the expectant, baying crowd are going to be telling and shouting and yep. roaring those lions on. That's do they go thing. or do That's they stick? Thing. Yeah. Once it comes to a semi-final like this. Yeah, absolutely. And the atmosphere of all, yeah. and all, and all the adulation what's in and around Wembley will make players do things that some players wouldn't do in general. Yeah. And Denmark, how do you think they're going to approach this game? Because they're not, I guess, man for man, they're not as talented as the Spanish, the uh, the, the the Germans even, if you like. Certainly they're not as talented as the Italians. But these are a, a fine-tuned group of players that have, have found some energy through adversity with uh, their best player and leader, uh, Christian Eriksen, having a heart attack on the pitch. They've yep. really showed a togetherness. Will that togetherness be enough for the Danes to come into our backyard like they did before at Wembley and get three points? Well, not three points, of course, today, but uh, knock England out. Well, for me, Danes, have always been the best team from you know from that Nord Nordic area. Hundred you know I mean? percent. Yeah, they are definitely. They've always been technically that better team than than than, than any of those teams. You know your Swedens and technically you know your Laudrup's absolutely. I agree. Couple of, you know not just them. There's been plenty of them being absolutely yeah. world class players. Yeah. Smeichel. They even won a tournament. You know they didn't qualify. Yeah. Uh, they got through through Yugoslavia with a war. Mm. They were sat on the beach and they finished up winning that tournament. Yeah. Uh, no games are easy. These are these will not be a pushover. I just think we've got too much strength. Mm. Have too much strength. Uh, that's my honest opinion uh, about it. It's not you know talking out me backside because I know you know uh, we can come unstuck mm. in any game. You can come unstuck. Spain come unstuck last night. They dominated that game. Yeah. You know, and they'll feel disappointed, even though they've got through to a semi-final with a lot of young kids. And people say, well, they're doing well. They'll be, they'll be disappointed. But um, we've got we've got strength in depth to win to win this tournament. And I believe in in the players. And you know, these these players are going to give us something that we haven't won since nineteen. And I believe it's coming home. So you might as well start singing, Gabby. And you might as well start playing. It's coming home. I've got the alternative words already written. If it doesn't go well for England tonight with a hole again. <laughs> <laughs> Dolberg, I think he's been a tremendous uh, find for the uh, for the Danes. I did post up the other day while I was watching him. He's got a touch of the Gary Shores, and um, they are a dangerous side. I mean, it did make me laugh when they were on about. And I'm just watching Dolberg's goal here, where the boy crossed it with his right foot. He only crossed, and they're all on radio eulogising about this cross and I'm thinking mate he only crossed it his right because he's got no left <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only reason but but they are organised these, these Danes and I think it's going to be by far England's greatest test to date well I think all these all today are all organised birds birds you know, again with microphones TC got all the technology and all the know-how of every player they're playing nowadays birds uh, Birds and, uh, you know, with the microphones, TC, by the side of the pitch. Yes, I've just, I've just come down to, to Have you see seen it? And I can hear that over going. Yes, it's firing up as we speak. 
me fish and chips are uh, being cooked as well. So I'm going to go and open another bottle yeah, of well, salt. Yeah, we've got to be strong enough. I've got to be strong enough. Oh, fantastic. Superb, TC. So can I thank you for your time again? Love yeah. to you and yours. Come on, England. Let's hope football does come home. But let's uh, not get too disappointed. Well, we'll be disappointed. We can't help it. But it's coming home. It's coming home. I'll see you later. <laughs> Catch you later, TC. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening all. Tell out of it. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.